Folks, listen up. I've got something crucial to share with you today. In this uncertain world, you need to be prepared for anything, especially when it comes to your health. That's where the wellness company comes in, offering you peace of mind in a box with their medical emergency kit. Picture this. You're faced with a medical emergency and you need quick, effective treatment. The Wellness Company's Medical Emergency Kit is like having a strategic arsenal of life-saving medications right at your fingertips. From proven treatments like ivermectin to generic Z-Packs and amoxicillin, this kit has got you covered. But that's not all. Every kit comes with a medical emergency guidebook, ensuring you have the knowledge to use these medications safely and effectively. It's like having a medical professional right there with you when you need it most. And here's the kicker. Use code FFN to get 10% off your medical emergency kit at twc.health/ffn. That's right, folks. 10% off, peace of mind in a box. Don't wait until it's too late. Get your medical emergency kit today and be ready for whatever comes your way. Stay safe, stay prepared with a wellness company. Again, use code FFN to get 10% off your medical emergency kit at twc.health/ffn. Remember, it's OurGoldGuy.com. Ira, the mentor on the bench. By the way, you see the numbers on gold, what's happening. Got to have some of those metals. Got to diversify. Call Ira. You'll see the number. He's got a 626 area code. He'll call you back and discuss whatever's good for you, the IRA, the 401k, whatever. But you got to get into a little bit of that gold. And Ira's one of the best guys we know. He's been with us since August. Great sponsor. We call him the sponsor of sponsors. Remember the king of beers, Budweiser, the king of beers. Well, he's the sponsor of sponsors. Five, four, three, two, one. Hey, welcome back. You're on with two mics, Dr. Michael Shoya and Colonel Mike. And before we get to the guest today, oh, wait, we don't have Dr. Mike on the show today. That's right. I'm solo today. So before we get to our guest, um, I just want you to remember it's OurGoldGuy.com, O-U-R, OurGoldGuy.com. Now, here's how you do this. There's, you just click on it. You fill out a form. You, you got to check the box. We're politically correct. You check the box. It says two mics, right? And then you get the information in there that is forwarded from our uh, our main network goes right to Ira, the mensch from the bench. He looks it over. He contacts you, whether it's by email, whatever you put down there, put your phone number, put your email. And when he does that, okay, he may call you back from what is called a 626 area code. We don't give the number out because he's too busy. So give, you know, give an email give your phone number. If he contacts you, the number will see 626. And you know, that's the men from the bench, Ira, ourgoldguy.com. Hey, more than ever now, you need EMP shield. Look at the footnotes, EMP shield. Click on it, get yourself some things for the car, some shields for the car, the house. Hey, you don't know what's going to happen. Lots of stuff going on. And we're going to talk about the second portion of the show, probably towards the end, we'll have what they call the Hoshkin Boshkin hour. And that's where we do our Hungarian, Polish, and, and German language. It's a Hoshkin Boshkin's course. And uh, we, we speak in this like dialect, I think it's called. And we'll probably touch a little bit on uh, Maripol, Nazis, 
Ukraine, you know, the Russia Tea Room, things like that. Does Russia, does Russia's Putin really have blood cancer? Does he have uh, some kind of illness we're not aware of? He's got puffy cheeks. Did he go to Kardashian's facelift, man? I have no idea. But what, what we do know, the doctors on TV know all about the facelifts. We should check in with them one day. And uh, again, that'll be the rootin' tootin' Putin hour. And right, right now, before we waste any more time, I think I, I, I checked all the boxes. I did all the commercials. Okay, right now. Today's special guest is my co-host, Dr. Michael Shoyer. Hey, welcome to the show, Dr. Mike. Thank you, Dr. <laughs> or Colonel. It's always good to hear from you. Well, I haven't been a physician in a while. I used to practice many things. But uh, I'm not practicing anymore. So, <laughs> so anyway, let's start it off. The reason I wanted you to be the guest today, Mike, is because hometown Buffalo is your town. And we know people from Buffalo, um, you, mutual people, friends or whatnot. And, you know, being a New York City guy, I've been to the Buffalo. And, uh, you know, the American uh, government back years ago killed all the Buffalo to starve the Indians. And then we have the city that was a great city during the Industrial Revolution called Buffalo. And if you're in Thailand, you don't want to use the word Buffalo. I can't tell you what it means, but you could look it up. Do not use the word Buffalo. So, Mike, tell us a little bit about the blog. I know you're a little bit upset. It's the old hometown. Let's have the listeners, you know, talk about what you, you know, listen to what you said on the blog and uh, we'll go from there. All right. Well, it was I was. uh you know, I wasn't surprised that there was an attack. They've been planning attacks. They're going to continue doing the attacks. And it's the same old drill. So it, the, 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 the MO was uh, uh, clear. The choice of site was a little difficult for me to swallow. Buffalo was a, a town that was absolutely wiped out economically by Carter and his 19% inflation and the rest of it. And it's built itself back. It really had something of a, of a renaissance. And uh, now it, there's some factories, but there's a lot of uh, service industries now in the town. So everything is pretty good. The thing that's driven them crazy is their own people. Uh, in, in Albany, uh, the past uh, couple of governors of New York have uh, you know, drained upstate New York of money to give it to New York City and uh, have also taxed people to death. So uh, they didn't need this shooting. But the, the real thing is what we saw on Saturday or what was reported on Saturday was another episode of the Obama uh, gambit. This went on for both of his terms at least a dozen times where shooters would turn up and shoot and it would turn out the FBI had either run the people they were that did the shooting or had been warned about them. And it's been very, it's come very clear very quickly that the FBI, the New York State Police and the Buffalo Police Department were all warned about this kid uh, intending to shoot up his school or something else. And then uh, never did a damn thing about it. Uh, and of course, the shooting happens and immediately they have a plan that goes into action, which uh, uh, talks about white supremacists and all of this stuff. And the kid turns out to be a Nazi. Uh, wearing the emblems of the uh, Ukrainian Nazis, the Azov boys. And uh, it, it turns out that he's just, uh, well, think for yourselves, all right? I thought for myself, let me, myself, let me say, uh, 
who do you know that supports Nazis these days? Who's the biggest supporters of Nazis in the world? That's the Biden administration and their relationship with the Ukraine, which has cost us over $50 billion in the last uh, 10 weeks. It's, it's, it's just, and it's typical FBI behavior too. Uh, their, their whole anti, anti-gun um, prejudice and their operations to um, uh, cause such deaths by shootings that uh, people will agree to have their guns stolen. Just go back to October, 2017, which has never been solved when the FBI probably arranged that attack on the Trump supporters at the music festival in Las Vegas, and then blamed it on a half-dead 70-year-old like myself, who happened to carry uh, so many automatic weapons into the hotel and was never seen uh, uh, doing so. So, you know, it's, it's giving, it's, it's a sad business, these shoot, gun shoots, uh, shootings, but it's getting tiresome too. They they really it's old. It was invented by by Obama, and probably that rat who was his attorney general. I can never remember his name. The guy that gave the guns to the Mexican. You're talking, Eric, Mike. You're talking about Eric Holder. Eric Holder. Ran, Eric Holder. Yes, another Nazi, if there ever was one. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So this is a diversion, Mike. We have you have Roe versus Wade, right? And, you know, then you have the, the Supreme Court uh, Roe versus Wade. So you have a diversion there. And it's just coincidental, like you always say, there's no coincidence. But coincidental, Hunter Ly- uh, Biden's laptop came out. Yeah. So it's time for a little bit of, you know, rodeo, a little shooting. Well, that's, now, you know, that's an interesting point, too, Colonel, is, is that's now on a, a website that you sent me a copy of. And you can go search. Anybody who's listening here can go search at... Uh, is it Hunter Biden's emails.com or something like that? Right. And, and they've mounted every one of those uh, um, uh, emails from Hunter Biden. So everybody should go have a look at those. But well, you're right, it's all, it. it's all a, now they're going to move into seize the guns, confiscate the guns, new gun control laws. This at a time when we need need them probably to to fend off the cruelness and the viciousness of the Democratic Party. Well, you got all these uh, hordes of the Mongolians coming through who are going to be having all the guns, just like they did. And remember, what was that crossfire hurricane? Was that yep. the pack? Now you got to remember. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, listeners to the two mics, my co-host, my good buddy, Dr. Michael Shoyer, spent many years in the CIA. Okay, so he knows what he's talking about when he's talking about the FBI and the setups and so on. I mean, Mike, just, you know, to the international audience, to the listeners in America, tell them what it's like. Tell them just a little bit of what you can tell them what it's like working with the feds. Come on. It's like the New York City police when they see the feds come into the case and you see these on on these uh, cop shows. You know, here come the feds. They're going to take the case. You know, the, the detective in New York spends, you know, three and a half years cold casing finding the murderer, and then all of a sudden you find out the feds walk in and he's one of their guys. Oh, you can't touch him. You know what I mean? So tell us a little bit about how that works. Well, the the FBI is, I worked on terrorism for my sins for about, uh, oh, Lordy, 20 years. And uh, their MO in stopping terrorism is to find a, a, a dumb Muslim, convince him that there's a good target to attack, 
uh, of course, the FBI guys are undercover this time, so the, the dumb Muslim doesn't know. Then he goes out and recruits a few more uh, dumb Muslims to help him. Then they arrive at the scene of the attack when, or the scene of where it's going to be staged and the FBI is going to give them guns and explosives. And instead of that, they arrest the bunch of them, railroad them through the courts, and, and they go to prison. And then the next thing you see is the FBI and a bunch of uh, uh, rain slickers with FBI letters on the back of it proclaiming their magnificent victory uh, over, over terrorism. It's the reason that domestically, we have no idea of what the Islamists are up to uh, in this country because the FBI doesn't know how to conduct the counterterrorism investigation in an op or operation. And that is, that's constantly repeated. That's their MO. They create the problem. They solve the problem. They claim the credit. And now that we have 200,000 Afghans in this country, we're really up a crick because they don't have a clue. They've been helping to bring those people into the country. Mm -hmm. So uh, that's the, that's the MO. They share no information. They steal the inf they they constantly stole boxes of CIA documents out of the CIA, and our our leadership, our seventh floor leadership, was so cowardly they wouldn't stop them. Now, if I took uh, uh, one document, if I folded it up in my pocket at a meeting and then walked home with it, there'd be all kinds of investigations that go on to see if I ever did it before or if it was an accident or was it intentional. But no, not the FBI. They used to take uh, documents out of the CIA in boxes that uh, 10 reams of uh, uh, copy paper came in. They are a corrupt and, and a useless organization, except when they're being used for political purposes, like they have been by Obama and, uh, and um, uh, Biden. Well, they've That's been being used, they've been used, Mike, since the Clinton era. I mean, Clinton yeah. basically rebuilt the FBI to what he needed it for. George Bush just cruised in and said, I'll take that and, you know, pass that tip, uh, what do you call it, the uh, um, baton. Yeah. I'll pass the baton to Obama. You know, we're all in the same league, you know what I mean, GW. And, uh, you know, we'll put a little bit of NDAA and Patriot Act while we're here for a quick stop. But, you know, going back to New York City, you know, they got that great, great crime show on TV, Um Law and Order. It's been out there for 30 years. And uh, they used to have Jerry Orbach and all the good ones on there and, and Vince D'Onofrio. And you always see these scenes where, you know, they're really hardcore detectives. You remember, Mike, the best detectives back in the day were New York detectives. I mean, they would grind up cement to find the guy, you know, yep. and working three, four years on the case, cold case, whatever, murder, homicide, this and that. And all of a sudden the feds come in. Well, he's all, what do you mean he's your guy? Well, you know, he, he belongs to us. So basically, you let him loose in New York to do all this damage. And now and then all of a sudden, the captain comes in the precinct. Right. And he goes, look, we that's it. Just let him go. And then they're like, Captain, what the hell was that all about? I got a call from police plaza one. The feds got it. We can't do nothing about it. And you see the unit. You know, everybody knows the scene in, the, you know, in the uh, crime story. Yeah, it's the same deal. No matter where they go. They're like dog shit or horse shit. They just think, you know what I mean? And they, and they cover it up and that's the way it goes. Well, remember oh, that's that, our, that's our government. Yep. That damn, that damn shooting in Las Vegas. Uh, uh, what's his name? 
the former director of the FBI sent one of his chief goons out there to shut that investigation down. Oh, is that Mueller? Mueller noodles? No. Uh, Ray? No. Christopher Ray? No, the big, the big oh, tall. Oh, Comey, Comey, homie, Comey. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, they're just, um, they are a political police. That's what they are. And I, I'm afraid they go to the highest bidder. Well, I think, uh, you know, in the, in the case of China, for sure, that's really where they're at. Everybody's on the China train, you know, highest bidding. Yeah. They call those it coins soft, wrangle. Well, they call it soft power. Yeah. It means the money lands softly wherever you want it to land. <laughs> no, it's, it's called traitorous power. Yeah, traitor's power. But, you know, you don't see anybody rioting. You don't see anybody waving a flag. You don't see any protests. Again, we go back to the old story, Mike. How many people are out there protesting? Now, you just said $80 billion. Uh, genius, what's his name? Blinken Blanken. He's saying we need $215 billion for world hunger due to the food crisis that they created. Okay? Uh, so it's $250 billion we're going to give to the world. We're giving $80 billion to Ukraine, ladies and gentlemen. Now we're going to give 215 billion of your money to the world hunger. Now I thought China was the big superpower. Why aren't they doing that? What about the Hoshkin Boshkins in Germany, Finland, Sweden? Now let, let's just go to Finland and Sweden a minute. What took place, Mike, that made the Finns and the Swedish, you know, they were like pacifist times two and give me Sweden on a, on a rye bread okay, or Switzerland, right? And then all of a sudden they decide uh, we want to join NATO. What did Russia tell them? What did Putin say? What did his envoys say? What made them shit in their pants, shake in their boots? Gosh, I have no idea. We have Swedish listeners. We have Finnish listeners. We always talk about the butter, right? We talk about the butter all the time. And we don't get no bars of butter in the mail. By the way, we have, we have people in Finland, Poland, Hungary. Tell us why this took place. Why did you guys want to go to NATO. Now, who supports NATO, Mike? Where's the money come from? Oh, it's our, it's our cross to bear. Okay, so that's people. our money, our taxpayer money. And now, the, now you know what happens? You get a new king. And the new king of NATO will not be Germany, will not be anybody in Western Europe, and it'll not be anybody in Eastern Europe. It isn't even going to be macaroni, Macron. It's going to be... Da -da -da -da. Mr. Turkey, Erdogan is going to be the new king and the shuffle of Buffalo is going to be like this, Mike. Here's how it goes down. Uh, sorry, the Kurds been in your country as refugees. And in our country, we called them terrorists. So what do you got for me lately? Sweden and Finland, right? And he knows how to play that card. So here he is, double digit, right? Economy's hurting. Chances he could lose the next election. And NATO comes along with the EU and the Hoshkin Boshkins of Eastern Europe. And guess what? Boom. The new king of Turkey. He's got aces, four aces high. You want to bet on that hand, Mike? You got to bet on that hand? What I wouldn't bet against it. I think he's going to get a, as much as he can out of these clowns and will be stupid enough to pay for it. Absolutely. You know, the, the, the idea, Colonel, that in 1991, when the Soviet Union so utterly collapsed, it only takes us one year to get out of NATO. You send a notification. It takes a year to get it done. And then you're out mm -hmm. and then let the Europeans take care of themselves. We fought two world wars for them and paid for them. And now we're, we're on the midst of a third, which may just be when, when Sweden and Finland get in officially. And why? 
because we wanted bioweapons made on the border of Russia and we wanted to support Nazis in the Ukraine. Now, if that's not a, a perfect madness, I don't, it, it comes close to being one. Well, Mike, uh, a little secret here from a good friend of ours in the Midwest, Sarges, who we spoke to before, and we haven't gotten him on a show, and I, I don't know why I keep forgetting to book him, but Sarges said the Syrian refugees, Christian Syrian refugees, were held in Ukraine for the longest time, trying to get to Russia or something. But guess what? Those people are now in dire straits. So America, along with their NATO allies, bombed the crap out of Syria, which, by the way, didn't persecute Christians. Okay, And then they're in Ukraine. And how do you round them up? So we're going to have Sajis on to talk about that. So we always talk about we're a Christian nation. All the faggot and the, and the fake pastors in America, you know, we're blessed. Every Sunday is nice. They don't care about Christians globally. They send missionaries all around, big budgets, jets, whatever. And nobody talks about the Syrian. Look, I know personally, Lebanese, you know that, Mike, Syrian people who were Muslims, who protected Christians in Syria. Assad never had an issue. They have 14 religions over there. Yeah. You could be anything you want to be. You know what I mean? But, you know, we go in there. We destroy the country. Oh, forget about the culture. Don't even talk about it. You know what I mean? Paul was there and all these other apostles cruising around and, and uh, the, early, uh, the early Christian uh, fathers and the early Christian converts. But that didn't matter because we had to take out Assad, which they didn't take out because Russia took care of that, right? Yep. And here we are. We're back in Nazis. But you know why? And we can't say it on the air, but we can say it on the air, but we can say it on the air because... The truth of the matter is many of them are Semites. So you have to support that. In fact, the late night commercials now changed. It used to be the poor little Israeli refugee or woman in Soviet Union send money. They were running that commercial for 30 years. Now they got a new one with snow coming down. We got to support the Ukrainian uh, yeah. refugees. But they took out the word Semite. Okay. Yeah. And you know, it's, it's always a money grab. It's always a money grab. Money grab here, money grab there. And the pastors will be there on Sunday and you'll see the big Ukrainian flags and you'll see all these pray for Ukraine, not Russia, because they don't have any Christians. Oh, by the way, are they Orthodox? Oh, that's right. They're not Christians. They're Orthodox. So that doesn't matter. They're Coptics. Oh, that doesn't matter. Right. It's just a mumbo jumbo game. You know, if, if you if you're a Christian, you're a Christian. You know, you're one yep. denomination or another denomination. You may be that denomination, you know. But guess what? Um this is where we are in America. We're backing the people that we fought against in World War II, right? And uh... Hey there, freedom-loving carnivores. It's Jeff Dornick from Freedom First Network, and I've got a message for you. Are you tired of feeling like your beef choices are under siege? Well, fellow patriots, it's time to fight back with Prepper All Naturals. That's right, folks. In a world where the beef industry is under constant attack, Prepper All Naturals is here to stand tall and proud as a veteran-owned beacon of quality, taste, and freedom. When the guys at Prepper All Natural set out to provide you with the finest beef products, they knew they had a duty to defend America's beef legacy, and that's why we're proud to partner with them, bringing you the best of what this great land has to offer. Whether it's their succulent freeze-dried beef cubes or their premium freezer boxes packed with steaks and roasts, we're redefining what it means to enjoy beef today and tomorrow. 
And let me tell you folks, their freeze-dried beef isn't just delicious, it's built to last. With proper stores, their beef cubes can maintain their quality and freshness for up to a decade, ensuring you'll never have to compromise on taste or nutrition. But wait, there's more. They're not just in the business of selling beef. They're in the business of defending freedom. That's why they promise to never sell you anything less than 100% all-American natural beef. No lab-grown imposters, no experimental jabs, and certainly no compromises with the woke agenda. So, fellow beef enthusiasts, join us in our mission to protect America's beef legacy. Visit freedomfirstbeef.com and use code FFM for 15% off your order. Because when you choose Prepper All Naturals, you're not just eating well today, you're eating well tomorrow. And together, we'll ensure that beef remains a symbol of freedom for generations to come. Prepper All Naturals, where beef meets freedom. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Look, Cannes Film Festival. He gets a big screen performance. This guy Zelensky. This is Cannes Film Festival. So ladies and gentlemen, we're being conned by the Hollywood (laughs) and the entertainment industry globally. He's and all the baby seals in the tuxedos were clapping, Mike. Two, 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 two. Oh, you know, he just got up there with his T-shirt. He didn't even put a nice shirt and tie on. He put the green, you know, Azov shirt, and he's telling the people. And everybody in Khan was all excited in Macaroni Land, right? And uh, they're clapping because, yeah, we want the Ukraine to win. Well, bad news, you know. Memo to the uh, world community: It sounds like Maripol was taken by Russia. I don't know if it's true or not. Yeah, and they were announcing it was evacuated. It was evacuated. Okay, yeah. well, yeah, they, something took place. Right? Yeah, that, they didn't want to say that they, that Zelensky's guys got beat. Evacuated. They said they were evacuated. Yeah, it's an air. It's an air drill. It's an yeah. air drill. <laughs> Get under the desk. Nineteen fifty. Here we come. You know. So we don't know what's happening with Russia. You know, we're not taking a side in this fight, but obviously, it looks it looks like. Uh, we're putting a lot of money, $80 billion. I wonder how much, uh, what's his name, Vladimir is spending. I wonder if he's even spending any money. He's got all his $80 billion is more than his whole defense budget. Yeah, see? And, uh, well, you know, every time we spend $80 billion, got to replenish that. Well, right? you know, you got to respect Putin. He saw a danger to his country and he went and wiped it out. I, would, I don't blame him. You know, I, I don't support him. I don't not support him. But the, the, the only time you go to war is if your your country is facing a life and death situation. And when he found out there were 28 U.S. biowar uh, facilities in Ukraine, he moved. Who can blame him for that? I call it rootin' tootin' Putin. That's, That's right. what I call it. <laughs> Cash on the barrel head, please. <laughs> Mike, the guy is is defending his people. The other guys claiming all this other stuff. And we don't even know what the truth is anymore. We got Amanpour. You know, what's her name? Christine, the one on PBS yeah. every night. And last night, she put the headdress on. She's in Afghan, Afghanistan talking about the Afghan woman. What's going to happen now to these Afghans who escaped to Belgium drinking beer and wine? You know, these, these women in safe places like France and England. And it's like, oh, my gosh, what are we going to do about the women's movement in Afghanistan? You know, we need to put the purple thing on the thumb and make the vote. Listen, Joe Biden don't care about you. 
he did what he did. And I'm on pause just to show, making it look like, hey, we really care about you. And she went there. Naturally, she does those those uh, setup interviews, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. she just she is so fake, man. Fake. She's like Judy Driftwood all the time. Same thing. Well, but any, I got to watch it for comedy. It's good comedy. Yeah. Any American who thinks that making sure Afghan women can get the blue thumb from voting or so they can abort or can they go to school is worth the price of a Marine, Marine's life. They got to be crazy. Yep. You know, no, no American raises their children. So uh, some, you know, Mrs. Abdul can vote. Who cares if she votes? Mike, how many years have you said it on the radio? You know, we're, we're going around the world defending our democracy. Nobody came here to attack us. So why are we going around the world defending? Just stay here and wait until they come. Now well, we it's, got that whole, it's a whole carryover from that idiot Bush Jr. You know, he right. said it's increasingly obvious that uh, if if we can't protect our democracy unless we de- establish democracies elsewhere in the world. And Obama basically same, says the same thing. And what it is is just the excuse for war and for the way they can grift off the co- uh, cost of the war. That's all it is. You know, if, if $50 billion goes to Ukraine, probably the Democratic Party gets 10. The European leaders get some of the rest. And then there's a, you know, some left for uh, Zelensky and his mafia. Oh, you left out the Republicans. They like yeah, money. Too. That's true, too. They all get a only 11 of those senators of, our, of the Dem- our Republican Party voted against it. I admire their courage to do it. But now they're not going to get their grift check. No, that's it. They're finished. But, you know, here you're talking about, you know, going around defending the world. Right. We talk about that all the time. But look, we have a southern border that's that's porous. It's open. The, this And none of these guys down there, the sheriffs, the governors can, you know, and remember, if they're coming into their states, ladies and gentlemen, they'll be at your state sooner or later. So it's better you just hio, get on your horse, take your long guns, go down and get deputized, say, Sheriff, I'm here. I'm volunteering. I'm a tough guy from New England. I'm a tough guy from Northern Virginia. I'm a tough guy from Maryland. I got more guns than you know. But you know what they're doing, Mike? This week, they're going to be barbecuing. They're going to be yard sales. They're not going to care about anybody at the January 6th Gulag. They're going to get a new pickup and a new SUV. They're going to have the Trump flag, Trump 2024. They're going to ride around and they're going to talk about, yeah, we'll take the country back. You can't take nothing back with 900,000 of these hordes coming in. Okay? It's going to be street fighting. Guerrilla warfare. So it's better you just close the border, help the old border boys. Say, hey guys, we're here. We're the tough guys. We got tattoos on our eyeballs. We're gonna come down and help you out. <laughs> well, you, you know, Colonel, you and I have been saying for many years now that the, the single most important trait of the Democratic Party that Americans have to see at some point is that it's their goal to inflict cruelty and death on Americans to the greatest degree they can. From birth to, to high school, to college, right until you get emphysema. And then, yeah, it, and then when it. you get old, they stick you in a disease-ridden elderly home. Right. They call you know, it hospice for sure. Yeah. Right? And then they'll tell you, well, we can't give you more than another. What is that cola increase? Coca-Cola 1% to your social security that gave you another $29.36. What the hell are you complaining about, boy? 
We just gave the illegal immigrants 4,200 a year plus 4,200 a month plus room and board, a new SUV and $200,000 in their checking account. Plus all of the baby formula that's left in the country. I don't even know about that stuff. So I can't even discuss it. I'm even, I have no idea. All I know one thing is Mike, We've never had that in the history of our country. There's no, and there's no reason for it. You know, no, in the, third the, the, real, world. the reason it's so important, Colonel, the, the whole idea of America first. Right. We, we sit in a place on this earth, leaving aside nuclear weapons, that we can't be touched by anybody with power. Right. There's no one on this earth who can invade us if we're, if we're well defended, if we're uh, patriotic. And it, it, we could sit here with our um, democratic constitution, Republican constitution, we could sit here forever and watch the world blow itself apart if they wanted to. And we could be kind of uh, observers. Right. There's no interest of ours in the Ukraine. There's no interest of ours almost anywhere on this earth anymore. Mm-hmm. And, it, it, you know, they say, well, democracies don't fight each other. Well, uh, you know, the two greatest democracies that ever existed at, in the 19th century, both were on this continent and they killed 600,000 uh, of each other mm-hmm. in the Civil War. So the idea that democracies don't fight each other is just nonsense. But we were we happen to be in a place that the Lord put us that is kind of remote from the rest of the world. There's 4,000 miles of Pacific. There's 3,000 miles of Atlantic. And no, nothing, we have nothing to fear from any country on this earth unless it has nuclear weapons. Well, as so my, long as we, have, we maintain our own social cohesion and our economy. Well, we're such a divided country because everybody's unhappy living here. I don't know why they just don't get the train ticket and the plane ticket out of here. That's for sure. Well, you I got I mean? a few years left. I think I would be glad to help. Uh, <laughs> hey, know. let's give a shout out, by the way. Chile. That's like as is in Chile, South America, <laughs> Chile, South America. Thank you. We want to thank you. I know you're listening in. And one of my favorite cities, Valle Paraiso, besides Santiago, Valle Paraiso was one of my hotspots back in the day. Okay. And they have a great, uh, I think it's called Pisco. They have it in Peru. They have it in Colombia. They have it in Chile. Very, very, it was a great place, Mike. Great subways. We were even going to we were even going to try to uh, what is it duplicate their healthcare system and then along came the communists after the communists in Brazil then they got the communists to go to Chile you know the only the only hard thing it's like a little San Francisco once in a while you get earthquakes there beautiful it was country. nice that the, the south the South American communists took time out to take over the Vatican and Canada oh yeah so. they had they had the time they had the time they, now they've ruined both of them yeah so you, we have Chile on board. Brazil is on board now. Hey, little samba music here. You know, samba for Brazil. We got Brazil on board. Saudi Arabia, we've been haunting you, man. Come on, MBS. Give us the holler. We got the money. We got the know-how. You give us the call. We're going to clear that money. You're going to get a wire. It may even go through Nancy Pelosi's bank. We don't know. But you're going to get the money and we'll buy the oil. Forget about Joe Biden. Hang up on him, whoever you want. We want that oil. We want that cheap oil like you got where you could drive those six mile to the gallon cars for 20 cents a gallon, you know, <laughs> and at the, uh, at the uh, Corniche, as they say on the uh, Corniche, right, Mike? Yes. Qatar still in play. Uh, let's see who came on in Europe. We had uh, Poland and, and Hungary went up a little bit there. Canada is listening closely. I think we got big, big audience there. Indonesia's in play still. 
Malaysia's popping up, you know. Vietnam dropped off a bit. We don't have anybody in Burma, Cambodia, and Thailand. But you know, again, they think they're invincible. The Burmese, by the way, the blue hats are in Burma. Everybody, hello. UN blue hats are in Burma now. May 22 is coming up. Uh, Cambodia. They're shorter rape targets in Rwanda or something? I don't know. They must be short of something. Yeah. You know, the blue helmets are there because they got a lot of conflict, civil conflict, you know. We don't have anybody in Cambodia and Thailand because they think they're untouchable. They think May 22 is not going to be uh, coming to their area soon, you know, as we say. And Indonesia, hey, thanks a lot, man. We get in your emails. Again, if you go to two mics, T-O-O-Mikes.com, we like the emails. You can fill out the form, say whatever you want, good, bad, ugly. We're getting a lot of emails, Mike. I got 15 emails yesterday from Global. And everybody likes the show. Other people have some other comments. People really like that show we did with Naomi. And uh, uh, my gosh, Fred is thrown through the window. The comments from Fred's show is just unbelievable. People are doing somersaults. And uh, what, let's see what else is going on. So we want to thank the international audience, especially the U.S. audience now. Apple peaches, pumpkin pie. We don't have the numbers, but we know, you know, we know we're there. We're, we're in the top. We're in the top. Listen to this, Jeff. We're in the top 100. <sighs> okay. And uh, let me see. Canada is really good, too. So we're doing well on Apple. Rumble, Bumble, hey, one day you hit, one day you miss. You know what I mean? I don't know what it is. They got indigestion, bad hair day, loading, unloading. According to our network, it's just what it is. So don't look at Rumble too. If you want to see the video, you go to Rumble. But we're on Spreaker, Preacher, right? We're on all these other platforms, Google, Audible, you know, wherever you can find us. Also, we're on a uh, internet radio Um there's another network picking us up. We'll announce that next week. The Great Network. They're, they're picking us up. They're going to start loading our stuff. They contacted us for a little bit of conversation. And I says, hey, why not? If you want to put us up, we like to be everywhere, here, there, and everywhere. I think that was a Beatle tune, right? We're, we're becoming like RKO Studios in the 30s. All of that <laughs> movies went through RKO. Yeah. <laughs> I saw a great commentary. I saw a great documentary, Mike. There was this really famous Chinese guy born in 1960. And they just because it's Asian American month, but this was a real good one. One of the best artists you could see. He did all the boards for the RKO Warner Studios back in the day. Yeah. And then he did like one Disney movie, a super, I got to look up this guy. I'll put it on our website. This guy was tremendous. I mean, what an artist, Chinese artist, you know, the Asian community, gave him awards and the Chinese community gave him awards. He was a really, really fine, super artist, you know, just a hot mic, just the kind of guy we know, a hardworking guy, wife and kids, you know, raised his family, just went to work. Like it, it was like a nine to five job, you know what I mean? Like anybody else. And they said, you know, what was it all about? And he goes, well, it was just going to work. You know, it was a great documentary. Um, I think his name was Tyrus or something like that. He built beautiful kites, Chinese kind of kites and stuff. It's just, I'll get it and I'll, I'll put it in the notes. And I'll, if anybody wants to see it, if you want to see a really good story about a Chinese artist who worked in the studio back in the day, you know, when studios were studios. In fact, Warner lent them out to another studio when they were down for a little bit, you know? Yeah. Yeah. The, we're quite, a, quite a guy, a character. Who's that, Mike? The, your painter. Oh, he's unbelievable. You got to, I'm going yeah. to send you the link. It's just totally unbelievable. And, you know, this is a great success story. And the guy lived 106 years. Imagine that. No, because he worked hard. 
He raised his family. He lived a good life. You know, he didn't kill himself at 22 because he didn't know what he wanted to do. You know what I mean? So uh, or he was depressed. He, you know, he did, listen, the water rolled off his back. He didn't claim I'm being discriminated against. He was, look, you know, there was a couple of people calling him chinks. He said that. But you know what? Like Hong Kong Harry would say, I got to work and make some money. Who cares? Yeah. You know, I'm raising my family. I knew Hong Kong Harry in New York City, Chinatown, Mike, one of the best shirt launderers in the world. When you went in there, your, your shirt was like brand new coming out of a package. Remember with the string? They used to put them in brown paper back in the yep. old days. Yeah. It smelled like a Chinese restaurant, but who cares? You know, the shirt, <laughs> the shirt was so starch, it could walk by itself. Yeah. It was the, it was the best. It feels better than either a starch sheet or a starch shirt. It's the truth, right? Yeah. People don't yeah. have any, any clue of what they're missing in America. Back in the day when the Chinese had laundries left there, and they used to have... They used to have the laundry. Remember the laundry ticket was in Chinese? Yeah. And they'd have all these Chinese numbers and stuff. It, it was just amazing. You know, we didn't know what they were saying. All you saw in American was like 20 cents. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the rest was all written in China. Chinese language was amazing. But they, the Hong Kong, Taiwanese, and uh, those guys that came over post-World War II, or, or maybe even pre-World War II, who set up shop, whether it was restaurants or cleaners, they were just amazing people. Yeah, they had their kids doing math and science in the back rooms while the wives and the husbands were out there, you know, ironing the shirts and packaging the shirts and delivering your shirts. It's yep. just, I wish I would have kept one of those tickets. They were really, really well done the way they used to print them. <laughs> it was probably worth about $10 on eBay, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, anyway, that's it, for, that's it for two mics. We're going to yeah. wrap it up, man. We can go on for another hour. You know, we just have a lot of fun. When Bro, we talk let me make one more point. Which only that's a nickel. Look, you're only a co-host. You pay okay. a nickel. Okay, go ahead. I, I'll give you a quarter even. Okay. okay. You know, this meeting with the WHO to, to take over our country and all countries in the world, do you think it's a coincidence that it's on the 22nd of May and that's a Sunday? Oh, wow. And what is that? What do you think that's aimed at? Oh my gosh, you know, I didn't even think of that. They're telling me, I just thought of it this morning and I forgot to mention it to you. But I, wow. I uh, it just occurs to me that's a that's another poke in the eye to Christians. Well, they don't want any Christians anyway. No, know? they want that's one of the goals is to wipe Christians out. Wipe Christianity out. And that's what this whole thing, I think, you know, I don't know. Again, I don't work at the Vatican, I don't work at the uh, Pentecostal pr program, I don't work, I'm I'm a freelancer. You know, if Jesus Christ is my Lord, Savior, that's it. Everything else, you can take it. I'm reading the 945-page book, buddy, and I'm learning <laughs> daily. <laughs> I'm telling you, Mike, when you get this book, make sure you get two pairs of glasses. You'll wear one out. <laughs> but I'm just going to say, you know, it's obvious that they're fighting Putin, who's got Christians there. Now, he's got Muslims, too. Yeah. He's got other people. And, you know, he's pretty nice to them, right? But... Uh, you know, it's always, a, you know, we can't talk about the, the special people, the people that always remind us every year who they were, what they were, where they were. But we, we can always, you know, on the Christian people, you know what I mean? So to all our world audience, our global audience and our American audience and our good friends, because you became friends now. I see the emails, Mike. I send them to you. You see them. Mm -hmm. The people are great. They love our show. They love our, uh, not our comedy routine, but the way we get together on a show. We're not a regular podcast. We're like, 
We're like uh, Abbott and Costello on radio, you know. By the way, we're on the road not to Morocco. We're on the road to Macron, you know, uh, <laughs> <laughs> macaroni man. But no, I mean, guys, 522 is coming out. I hope we're going to try to get this up. We'll get a package today. Get it up today. We hope, by the grace of God, they have time to put it up before 522. But I'll tell you what, it's coming. You know, get on your knees and ask God for whatever forgiveness you need and ask God to let this thing blow over. But I, I, the, only, the only way this thing blows over is good versus evil. If the whole world comes together and says, look, you know, we're not going to take it. Now, will that happen? I don't know. The whole world folded their hand over COVID. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're going to have to be a strong person. You're going to have to have a strong constitution in your personality, you know, and you're going to have to have a strong belief in your God to survive this. And maybe this is the persecution. Maybe this is the tribulation. You know, I know the leaders in the Christian churches, the, uh, the you know, the mega churches, televangelists, they got jets to get out of town. So we don't, you know, we got donkeys and mule. Again, this is brought to you by the 20 Mule Team Borax Group. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if anybody understands what that is, but look it up. 20 Mule Team Borax. That used to be the commercial on TV. Death again, Valley Days. <laughs> Death Valley Days. <laughs> and again, a sponsor of sponsors, ourgoguy.com. Come on, fill out the form, check the box. We're very politically correct. It says two mics, boom. And... Uh, Guys, you got to get some medals, got to get some EMP shields. You know, we're not hawking everything else. We want you guys to be prepared. Whatever happens with an EMP attack, you know, if the money goes left, right, whatever, you know, if they go to crypto, we don't know what's going to happen. But, you know, we want you to hang around and be able to listen to us. And we want to thank our sponsors always. And again, I got to thank my friend of many years, my co-host, my good buddy, and really, you should be the host and I'll be the co-host. How's that, Mike? No, you're the boss, kid. Okay, so All right. well, I told you I'd bring you on because you have that grammar, exclamation <laughs> points, semicolons, commas, <laughs> hyphens. <laughs> when my tongue isn't tied in a knot, that's, yeah, I have a little. <laughs> uh, and that's it for the two mics. Dr. Mike and Colonel Mike saying sayonara. Hey, the weekend's coming up. What are you doing this weekend, Mike? Well, we're going to go get our eyes examined tomorrow, and <laughs> I don't know what happens after that. Well, that's okay. Listen, if you get your eyes examined and he gives you a pair of glasses, you'll have four eyes. Right? That's right. <laughs> and then your wife could say, I'll see you when I get my glasses. That's, that's right. right. <laughs> All right, Mike, have a good day. God bless you, man. Take God care now. You. That's it for two mics. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.